Beloved, welcome to the 17th month daily devotions audio, which comprises of 30 daily devotional messages and spirit-inspired quotes as well. Hallelujah. This message is not about information, but transformation through enlightenment in God's word, according to the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 to 21 and the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2. You are in for an experience of God's power and real transformation in your life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God forevermore. You will find these devotions to be a treasure that will help you, number one, to grow in your relationship with God. This is what you are created for. Number two, to know what you believe by understanding your faith better. Number three, to build habits and practices that will help you continue to grow in Christ Jesus and in the kingdom at large. Number four, to know your purpose and become vibrant in the kingdom, to participate in the kingdom, not to be a spectator. Hallelujah. Number five, to manifest the realities of the kingdom of God. Amen. All creation travails in pain, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Glory be to God. Are you ready? What will you choose? Are you ready for transformation? Do you want to be changed? Do you want to be transformed, to be renewed, to be revived? So get a book and a pen. Set some time every day to listen carefully, to reflect, and to make personal notes and revelations you receive from the Holy Spirit because He will talk to you. He will instruct you in what to do as per the time, wherever you are. And lastly, pray on the subject matter. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Have an expectant heart. Be expectant. Expect to hear God speak to you. To hear God point out those issues in your life that you need to deal with. The areas you need to grow. The areas you need to learn and to manifest. And the person that he wants you to pray to, to, to be. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Amen. Devotional. Message day one. Sexual problems. Sexual problems. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. Says, For the Lord grants wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge of God. Beloved, what kind of information do you have about sex? Where did you get it from? Is it from the sexually explicit TV programs? movies, magazines, novels, etc. Many sexual problems arise from misinformation, misconceptions that people have, culture and myths about sex, which leaves an individual with confusion, misinformation, 
unrealistic expectations and distorted fantasies. Why is there painful and abusive experiences in relationships? Some people think sex is a way of solving conflicts in a relationship. Oh no, sex is not the best way to deal with misunderstanding, with disagreement and anger or jealousy or a distrust of your partner. Always be positive and try to solve your problems, whether it is insecurity, dysfunctionality, preferences in your relationship, busy lifestyle, boredom, if you have bored one another, stress from different areas, your attitude, cultural values, whatever it is. Hallelujah. Wisdom is God's gift to us, but he gives it only to those who honestly seek it. All things pertaining to life and godliness has been given to you. All information you need about anything in this life is all in the Bible. And that's why we are encouraged to study the Bible. To meditate on the word of God. Day and night. And to observe that which is written there. To observe to do it. Not only to hear, but to do it. And as we do so, then we will be prospered. Prosperous in all our ways. So study your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, if you don't have a Bible, buy one. Your personal Bible. It is your personal weapon. It is your personal sword. Buy one. Have it. Study it. The Bible is enough for you. Everything you need is there. There's no problem on earth that has no solution or cannot be solved. Have also a confidence to discuss with and believe that things will get better. Do not be alone, Ranger. Stress will kill you. Depression will kill you. Sex is a powerful weapon in marriage and so never misuse it. You know how sex can be misused. So do not misuse it or abuse it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day two. Your behavior matters. Your behavior matters. Your beloved. Have you ever heard of someone labeled as a lunatic? Alcoholic? Smoker, immoral, crazy, suicidal, criminal, drug addict, a con man, a con woman, either in your family or residence where you live, in your workplace, in school, in the office, in the marketplace, wherever. Does how people behave matter to you? What kind of behavior do you display to others? Are you an observant person? Do you really care to understand and know the cause of their behavior? Why they are behaving that way or you are results oriented? 
all you want is the results. There are some people who are unable to hold a job or have a clear conversation. Some are unable to attain their goals in life. They have difficulty handling the day-to-day routine of living. Some children are unable to grasp anything in school. Isolations, phobias, aggressiveness, anxiety, eating habits, mood swings, high temperament, and many others. Beloved, you cannot afford to walk in blind, blindly or in ignorance. You need to observe for any behavior that the society considers to be unusual or socially inappropriate. It can, it can save you. It can save your children, your job, your business. Mention them. Many lives have been lost and some are beyond repair because of lack of knowledge and attention to certain changes in behavior. We are too busy. And this busyness of life is an excuse to responsibility, lack of commitment. That's why we, give, we hide under busyness. We are busy. It is very critical to understand the norms and the abnormal behavior in every stage of human growth and settings. As a parent, sister, or brother, or teacher, or employer, caregiver, leader, you have a responsibility. Many have ended up to depression, some suicide in families just in front of our eyes, which later leads to feelings of guilt and regret. There is no behavior that cannot be learned or unlearned. So be a vigilant person. Be a vigilant, alert on behavior change. Report any bad behaviors around you and seek for help and support from appropriate platforms around you. Remember, Jesus Christ is the full revelation of God. You can have no clearer view of God than by looking at Christ. Jesus Christ is the complete expression of God in human body. In the same way, the world must see Christ in us, in you, in me, in us too. But it will be impossible if your character is compromised. Hallelujah. Read further the book of Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 3. Day 3. Communication. Communication. Matthew chapter 5 verse 37 says, Just say a simple, yes, I will. Or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. Beloved, how can you rate yourself in the way you communicate with your spouse, with your children, with your workers, with your friends, with business associates, with brethren, and anyone whom you've ever spoken to or they've ever spoken to you? Are your messages and words and gestures clearly understandable or they are contradictory? Some people say one thing but communicate a different message by his or her behavior. For instance, an individual says, I am angry. But at the same time, he or she is laughing and joking. The message is confused. Or he or she says, I am not angry. But he is cold and throwing tantrums everywhere. When you say one thing with your lips but show something else with your actions, you are sending a double message. 
it is important to communicate effectively and with understood words and gestures especially if you do not know each other well or you've never met before are like two close friends or family or a married couple they know each other well that much is communicated by facial expressions non-verbal tone of voice a half sentence etc these shortcuts speed up communication and it is good but they also create potential for misunderstanding and misinterpretation learn to be a good listener be patient to listen and to comprehend the message think before responding to any matter it's a process but you can teach yourself exercise listening exercise expressing yourself and exercise good communication if we tell the truth we will have less pressure to back up our words all the time we will have less pressure to give excuses and to explain and to keep on explaining and explaining ourselves all the time hallelujah glory be to god amen therefore sing to the lord sing to the lord i will sing to the lord for he has triumphed gloriously the lord is my strength and my song he has given me victory this is my god hallelujah and i will praise him my father and god i will exalt him the lord is a warrior yahweh is his name your right hand o lord is glorious in power your right hand o lord smashes the enemy in the greatness of your majesty you overthrow those who rise against you who is like you among the gods o lord glorious in holiness awesome in splendor performing great wonders you raised your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies with unfailing love you led the people you have redeemed in your might you guide them to your sacred home oh hallelujah the power of your army makes our enemies lifeless as stone they are terrified until you your people pass by pass you will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain the place o oh lord reserved for your own dwelling the sanctuary o oh lord that your hands have established the lord will reign forever and ever amen beloved god has blessed you with a radio he has blessed you with tv internet phone whereby you can download praise and worship songs which can help you by creating an atmosphere to praise the Lord and to dance for him while you are in the office or you are in the market when you are in the field in your room in your house wherever you are you don't have to wait for a church service on Sunday hallelujah you don't have to wait for fellowship in the evenings or home sales whatever it is so sing to him when you are alone in your room shut your room sing praises walk in the dining hall in the dining room in the kitchen in the bedrooms from one room to another singing and dancing and praising the lord lifting up your hands to him shouting for joy express your love for him in singing tell him how much you love him give him thanks always and you will be amazed of the testimonies in your life hallelujah glory be to god amen 
Day 5. Alcoholism. Alcoholism. Beloved, it is true that some people are physiologically more prone to become alcoholics, but there are a few people I have met and they confess of having no history of alcoholism in their family. Neither were they drinking heavily before. It all started just the other day they got access to it. They were introduced to it by friends or any other influence. This means it all depends on you to decide whether to take the first drink, then to stop or to continue. It is true Jesus turned water into wine. It is true Paul urged Timothy to drink a little wine to help his stomach problems. The book of Proverbs chapter 23 verse 29 to 35 says, Whoever is led astray by drink cannot be wise. Wine produces mockers. Liquor leads to brawls. Do not carouse with drunkards and gluttony, for they are on their way to poverty. Who has anguish? Who has sorrow? Who is always fighting? Who is always complaining? Who is always abusive and indulging in a bad behavior? Who is always disorganized and confused? Who has unnecessary bruises? Who has bloodshed eyes? It is the one who spends long hours in taverns, trying out new drinks. Do not let the sparkle and smooth taste of wine deceive you, for in the end it bites like a poisonous serpent. It shrinks like a viper. You will see hallucinations and you will say crazy things. You will stagger like a sailor tossed at sea, clinging to a swearing mast. And you will say, they hit me, but I didn't feel it. I didn't even know when they beat me up. When will I wake up or go to the bar so I can have another drink? Beloved, you don't have to drink yourself to destruction. You don't have to drink yourself to losing a job or breaking your leg or, or even death or losing your marriage and children and all you have worked for all the years. Admit you are in danger soon and seek for help because there is nothing which is impossible if you are willing. And if you had a sought for help before and it didn't work out, do not give up or be devastated. The process is gradual. Just give yourself to change again and move forward. Let your significant people know what you're going through so that they can support you as well. If there are support groups around you, join in. It is very important. Don't fight alone. Don't fight alone. You will not make it. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Day 6. Healthy home. Healthy home. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 22 to 25 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. Beloved, it is not easy to love as Christ loves or to submit as unto God. It is not easy, but it is possible by the power of the Holy Spirit. Each person must know their roles and play it well. A wise and Christ-honoring husband will not take advantage of his leadership role, and a wise and a Christ-honoring wife will not try to undermine her husband's leadership. 
Either approach causes disunity and friction in marriage. Also, raising godly children cannot be neglected into having healthy homes. The book of Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 it tells us how to train our children. It is natural to want to make all the choices for them, to bring them up all alike or train them the same way. But we shouldn't design for different. But we should design as a parent for different paths for each child. Marriage or family is not just a matter of you changing your status. But it's a ministry in itself, both to your spouse and children. In the world today, stable parents are needed in families. Stable parents. Parents who are both physically, emotionally, spiritually, economically, socially, and spiritually stable. Poor parenting affects children, and they can be stressed too. Oh yeah, you didn't know. Now you know it. Children have emotions as adults, though they, they can't express it as adults. And when they do, nobody pays attention or admits their own child is stressed or can be stressed. When children are helped to cope with stress, to set clear values and goals for their lives, accompanied by greater sense of security and self-esteem, they'll have a greater ability to handle any kind of problem in their lives, with or without anyone's help. How is your home? Are you playing your role effectively? Identify areas you need to work at so as to have a healthy and a goodly home. Listen, list them down as the Holy Spirit points them out to you. Commit to do. And even you can discuss it as a family and listing them down and commit to do and to God in prayer as a family. And your home will become a model for many families, both near and far. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 7. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Beloved, have you ever been told everyone is doing it? You are the only one left. And you think, oh yeah, I think I must be missing something good that I would like to try. Furthermore, everyone is doing it and seems to be getting along fine, even better than I am. <laughs> Beloved, in every stage of life, there will be always a temptation, pressure to try something new or to be different. Be it food, be it fashion, be it sex, be it relationships, drugs, alcohol, friends, clubs, movies, business deals, music, places, anything that will make you feel good and have fun. We are surrounded by many things that can easily influence you away from God's ways, leading you in the ways of destruction and death. For instance, explicit magazines, they are at your disposal. Music relics, novels, movies, television programs, easy internet access to nudity, and so on. Information is good, but it's out of order if it has a negative impact in your life. As much as something is really 
and readily accessible or available, cheap or trendy, it does not mean you must have it. Think twice. Think twice. Sometimes thrice. Take time to find out for yourself its source, its purpose, and the end results. Many have started out some things in their lives as a trial, which grew to a habit, and then it became their character. All kinds of addicts started somewhere. It started as having fun, feeling good, one path. Because of peer influence, their curiosity, and all other kinds of pressure until they are no longer themselves today. They forgot who they are. They are disfigured both physically, emotionally, socially, spiritually, and economically. Beloved, we are in spiritual battle against all the strategies and streaks of the devil. Do not allow yourself to enter into a compromising situation. Do not fight alone. Set values to guide you in life. Do you have values? How can you live in this world without values? You must have your own values. Even if they are three or four, let them guide you. Hallelujah. So set values. Find your identity in Christ. Have a confidence to talk to always. You must have a confidence. Find him or her. Seek for help. Seek for help. Hallelujah. Find genuine and older friends that you you can who that they can mentor you and be your role model in life. It is the Holy Spirit in you you who can give you power to resist satanic influences. You cannot do it on your own. You need the Holy Spirit. Embrace him and involve him in every aspect of your life. Read further the book of John chapter 4 verse 4. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 8. Addiction. Addiction. Beloved, what is that one thing that you can't do without? Is it work? Is it alcohol? Is it drugs? Cigarettes? TV programs? The internet? Video games? Shopping, politics, exercises, church activities, coffee, tea, painkillers, video games, sleeping pills, spending, etc. You know them. Mention them. Are you in control or you lost it long time ago? Do you see it as harmful to you and others? Do you ever want to stop it or you are okay? There are some people who are addicted to their work. For this reason, they neglect their family or health and end up having success in one area and having problems in other areas. The Bible is our manual for life. It gives us principles for living. Do not be mastered by anything but be in control. Resist anything that is pulling you to addictive or harmful behavior, leading to imbalance and instability in your life because God can enable you to resist. 
Cast your burdens into the Lord and he will give you rest. Then do whatever you can to keep your bodies from any addiction. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body was made by God and your body as a child of God belongs to him. So you must take care of yourselves. Do not allow the devil to deceive you that you are not in danger whereby you think mine is occasional. For it is a step down to full-blown addiction. So say no to ungodliness and worldly pleasures which are temporal. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 instructs us to avoid drunkenness but to be filled instead with the Spirit. A life controlled by the Holy Spirit is more excellent than a life controlled by any addiction or chemical. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 9. Money matters. Money matters. Beloved, are you familiar with the statement, My money is my money. My money is mine and your money is ours. What do you think about it? Do you prefer a joint account as a couple? Who is to pay bills in the house? Huh? Who is to take a loan? Who is to buy a land or a house? What if you lose your job? How do you spend your money? Do you have a debt? Do you overspend or overborrow? Do you have any savings? Money for emergencies? Different streams of income or you just depend on salary? What's your attitude towards money? Do you have a plan for your finances? If yes, what are your priorities? Are you a giver or a taker only? Do you have a budget plan? Do you desire to get rich quickly? Are you a gambler as an option for quick success? Do you pay your bills or you let bills be go unpaid? Someone has to pay for you yet you are on salary. Can you give an account for your own finances? Who is in charge of your finances and assets? Are you materialistic and greedy in pursuit of money, possessions, pleasure, and good things of life whether or not you can afford it? Or you are patient to work hard and to wait until there is money to buy what you want? Are you real with your money and open with your spouse about the money? Beloved, money in itself is not a problem. Because we need it to buy, to sell, and to meet our individual needs. But it is and will be a problem if you cannot respond to the questions above critically in your life as far as money is concerned. You'll end up in financial crisis and conflicts and huge debts. And if that is the state of your finances right now, you will encourage you, I will encourage you to find yourself and commit to start again or to pick up the remaining pieces and move forward. There is hope for you if you do it right now. Hallelujah. 
Glory be to God. Amen. Day 10. Wisdom for money. Wisdom for money. The book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Beloved, all the money and possessions you have have been given to you by God, and so they should be managed wisely. In the parable of talents, Jesus warns about the mismanagement of our resources. He reveals to us both the faithful and unfaithful servant. More was added to the faithful servant, and all was taken away from the unfaithful one. Are you aware that each of us is accountable to God to manage what we have been given? God's work can be advanced or hindered by the ways in which we plan and manage what we have been given. True religion with contentment is great wealth after all. We didn't bring anything with us when we came to the world, and we certainly cannot carry anything with us when we die. So, if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that ruin and destroy their destiny. For the love of money is at the root of all evil. And some people craving for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Coveting is wrong. Stealing is wrong too. Hallelujah. Father readings, Psalms chapter 50 verse 12, Matthew chapter 25 verse 14 to 30, Proverbs chapter 23 verse 4 to 5. God expects us to give consistently, generously, cheerfully both to God and to those in need. John chapter 12 verse 1 to 10. Read them. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 11. Don't hide. Don't hide. Genesis chapter 3, verse 7 to 8 says, Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sealed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Beloved, after sinning, Adam and Eve felt guilt and embarrassment over their nakedness. Their guilty feelings made them try to hide from God. The thought of two humans covered with fig leaves, trying to hide from all-seeing, all-knowing God is humorous. How could they be so silly as to think they could actually hide? Yet we do the same. Hallelujah acting as though God doesn't know what we are doing. A guilty conscience is a warning signal God placed inside you that goes off when you have done wrong. Yeah. The worst step you can take is to eliminate the guilty feelings without eliminating the cause. That will be like using a painkiller but not treating the disease. Be glad that those guilty feelings are there. They make you aware of your sins. You can ask for God's forgiveness and then correct your wrongdoing. Have the courage to share all you do and talk with Him. And don't try to hide. It can't be done. 
Honesty will strengthen your relationship with God. God longs to be with us. He actively offers us his unconditional love. Our natural response is fear because we feel we can't live up to his standards. But understanding that he loves us, regardless of our faults, can help remove that dread. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 12. You know you, beloved. Are you tempted to alcohol, to drugs, to immorality? Maybe you were before. But recently you can admit that you are close to falling. Is there a name you have given self or your friends have given you because of your behavior? How have they belabeled you? Are you proud about it? Do you ever have fears if you changed your behavior today? How do your family respond to your behavior? How many people have been hurt or are hurting by your behavior? Have you ever had any loss or problems because of your habits? Do you try to act self-righteous and naive when such topics are mentioned in religious settings? Is your behavior affecting your job, business, family, home responsibilities, problems with relationships, having recurring legal problems because of fighting, absenteeism from work? But when you are sober, you understand how you are causing problems, but you continue nevertheless. You know you. Evaluate yourself. How do you spend your time? What kind of friends do you have? The kind of places you go for fun? Where is your self-control and self-discipline in your life? Your moral values and principles? Change will not come automatically because you say or think so. You must take a step towards change and success. This can be done by opening up. Let the significant people know that you want change so that they can understand and support you towards transformation. You'll be glad you did it. Keeping quiet is not good for you. You cannot tell all and sundry, but you can find someone to confide with. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 13. Sexual immorality. Beloved, anyone can have a reason for their immoral behavior. Do you remember the story of King David and Bathsheba? King David had sex with Bathsheba while her husband was away and then tried to hide what they had done. Some people try to cover what they've done by bringing to their spouse lots of gifts, take them out for dinner, shower them with love, etc. Just trying to do something to hide the sin. David says in Psalm 32, and Psalms chapter 32 and chapter 51, the all of it. I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not eaten. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. My transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. These two chapters describe the anguish that followed, including the grief that came when the child of this union died. Many people think that God commanded us to abstain from sexual immorality because he wanted to take away our fun. Oh no, God wanted to protect us from the misery that comes when we give in to lustful passions and every information that does not, does not neither know nor respect God's word. 
When the gift of sex is misused or abused, it ceases to be holy, excellent, and a blessing in marriage relationship. Instead, it leads to problems and difficulties and regrets and conflicts and even further further to to divorces and separation and all kind of that whether single or married evaluate your sex life if you are pleasing god hallelujah glory be to god amen day 14 be true to self be true to self beloved today in the world i see and hear individuals who are well groomed in good paying jobs businessmen and women old young focus with great potential committing suicide homicide and you wonder this person was a celebrity and thriving he was okay he was smiling all through i mean he or she was living a good life and wearing and smi- wearing a smiling face it could be your parent your sister your brother your friend your colleague your neighbor it is see how did this happen This is always the dilemma left in many people's mind. This reminds me of the Pharisees in the times of Jesus who were model of righteousness by the outward behavior, but inside Jesus said they were full of greed, self-indulgence, hypocrisy, self-deception, wickedness, unbelief, darkness and confusion. I do not mean you should display negative emotions inside you to everyone to see, but admit that you need help. Men are said to be more reluctant to admit that they have a problem and more resistant to getting help. Even seeking medical attention when they are sick is a difficult. They go to the hospital when it is worse and severe. Do not fear. Life is not a rehearsal. You need to plan your life. You can't afford to live a reckless life. Confess all your fears and insecurities in your heart. talk to god or a confident be willing to allow god to cleanse and change you in the inside then what is in the on the inside will be seen on the outside you do not have to pretend anymore stop pretending stop behaving hypocritical be strengthened and encouraged to face any kind of situation in your life right now the power is not in silence but in speaking the more you refuse to speak out the more the disease is getting deeper and larger on the inside like cancer change will come when you say no refuse to live a lie be real be true to yourself only then will your good character shine forth hallelujah glory be to god amen day 15 practical ministry practical ministry beloved jesus demonstrated compassion caring and social concern even as he preached the gospel and called people to repentance can we too find ways to fulfill the great commission while we also care for the needy many people want to be theoretical than practical they preach how we are commanded to be merciful yet they do not show mercy how to be givers yet they do not give how to forgive yet they do not forgive how to be lovers of god yet they are lovers of the world and mammon how to be obedient yet they are disobedient and ignorant christians jesus fed the hungry he healed the sick he raised the dead he taught them god's word he calmed the storm he walked on the water and many more wonders 
if it were written, the world could not contain the volumes of the books. He did both theory and practical ministry. He demonstrated faith, righteousness, mercy, compassion, love, kindness, humility in his ministrations. And if you want to excel in this life, then there is no other way. He is the way, he is the truth, and the life. Both theory and practical is important. And Jesus has shown us. He is our role model. He is our template. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 16. God's will for you. God's will for you. Beloved, it is very important for you to know that the greatest achievement man can ever have in his entire life is to accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Not the house you've built or the car you're driving or the number of children you have or the number of degrees and certificates. All other achievements are sinking sand, vanity upon vanity. When you get born again, you become a child of God. And God has a perfect will for your life already. In other words, you are very important in the kingdom of God. And the Lord will treat you accordingly. Inasmuch as you have given your heart and life to Him, He will now open up the kingdom of God to you. And your place in that kingdom. In the book of John 3.3, 3, read it. In fact, one of the great works of the Holy Spirit in your heart and life is to bring about the will of God for you. Read Romans chapter 8 verse 27. In other words, the idea is that your will will be swallowed up in the will of God, which is the most wonderful, fulfilling life you could ever have. If you will allow the Holy Spirit to have his way within your life, he will bring about the will of God and help you to walk in that will. Doing what the Lord wants you to do. Actually, the Lord has a perfect will for every believer and that means what he has for you cannot be done by anyone else. So you are to seek the will of God and the Holy Spirit will make Jesus more and more real in your heart and bring you to the place in which God desires that you be. Isn't that wonderful to have such help and above all to have such leading and guidance? Read John chapter 16 verse 13 to 15. Rejoice and be glad. Because there is no room for confusion anymore. There is no room for failure in your life anymore. Hallelujah. With him you are a victor always. The Holy Spirit will make you successful and prosperous if you abide in him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 17. Suicide. Suicide. Beloved, in the world today there is increasing number of suicide and murder almost every day and everywhere. We can see it in the news, in the televisions. We can read it in the newspapers. Regardless of age, race, status, personality, etc. That which you did not expect is happening. The unimaginable and unbelievable is happening. Children killing their parents and vice versa. Relatives killing each other. Christians too included. What do you think is the problem? Is it a concern to you? Have you ever thought or prayed about it? Why do people turn to acts of self-murder, self-destruction and killing other people, including many who would not be considered to have mental disorders such as PTSD? 
Have you ever heard someone say they will kill themselves or someone else? What did you do? What do you do if all your efforts fail and the person commits suicide? There's always feelings of guilt, anger, self-condemnation. As a friend, as a colleague, as a family member. Because the suicide was not prevented. Beloved, in moments like this, do not be ashamed of mentioning the cause of death or talking about it. I understand that it is a painful and deeply distressing experience. Taking a life, including one's own life, is sin. The responsibility and suicide rests with the victim who was unable and unwilling to cope with the pressures of life. Is there anything too hard for God? Beloved, cast all your burdens to God, for he cares for you. Call his name and you will be saved. Jonah called out his name while in the belly of a fish, and he was rescued. It doesn't matter the kind of fire or storm or mountain or valley or confusion or distress and frustration. His hand is still not short to reach out to you. His ears are open to you. He is so close to you than the air you breathe. You can be open to him than anybody else in the world. For we have not an high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need, because there is a need. Hallelujah. Hebrew 4, chapter 13, verse 16. Every true child of God has a significant role to play in helping people with problems function better by giving them hope, which is only found in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The 18, Unity. The book of John, chapter 17, verse 11, 14, 23, 21 says holy father keep through your name those whom you have given me that they may be one as we are one and the world has hated them because they are not of the world i in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may be believe that you haven't you have sent me hallelujah beloved you must change the way you read your bible do not speed read the Bible or read it with your mind as someone reading a story book or a test book. The word of God is not for your mind but for your spirit. Spirit man. Otherwise you'll end up memorizing all the scriptures in your head but still empty in your spirit. Set time every day to study the word of God and learn to personalize it too because it is God's letter for you. Hallelujah. Beloved, Jesus is not praying for the disciples alone in these verses, but also you and I, who believe in him and are alive today as his witnesses. He is praying for the disciples to be united in the work of preaching the gospel to all the nations of the earth. They had to be and to remain united in order to accomplish God's purpose on earth. You and I have to be and to remain united in order to accomplish God's purpose on earth. Only then will we be led by the Holy Spirit and the army of heaven with us. Unity attracts victory, glory, favor, blessings, increase, 
fruitfulness, etc. Nothing can stop a united people. Learn to work in harmony with other parts of the body. You cannot work alone. You are a part of the body. And there are many parts in the body. Learn to work with harmony. Do not say people are difficult. You learn. Do not say that people do not understand you. You understand them. Hallelujah. Ask for grace. Glory be to God. It is possible. It is possible. If the disciples worked in harmony, we too. If the early church worked in harmony and in united, we too can do it. Hallelujah. Read further the Song of Solomon, chapter 6, verse 10. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 19. Day 19. Diversity of gifts. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 to 12 says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, disputing to each one individually as he wills. For as the body is one and as many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Beloved, you have a responsibility. Do not say that you do not have any gift. Each of us has been given a gift, a calling, a skill, ability, a talent, etc. It is not on the outside of you. Look for it on the inside. It is in your spirit. It is your responsibility to unleash it, to bring it forth so as to bless the world. The world needs it. This is why you are born. You are not born empty. You have something for the world. You are expected to use the talents entrusted to you wisely by the master and to be productive as well. Play your part effectively with the fear of God in the office you have been called to. Whether it is prophetic, pastoral, teaching, evangelistic, apostolic, and remember to work in harmony with each other. So, take now your position. Take your position. Take your position and manifest because time is running out. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 20. Sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Beloved, once one is baptized with the Holy Spirit, many things will transpire in our heart and life. In other words, there will be many telltale signs that we have been filled. However, the initial physical evidence that one has been baptized with the Holy Spirit is that they will speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. Read the book of Acts, chapter 4, 2, verse 4, chapter 10, 45 to 46, chapter 19, verse 1 to 7. There is nothing in the Bible which suggests that this awesome indwelling power of the Holy Spirit has been declared unavailable in our day. We know that there are literally millions of committed, fruitful, effective Christians who give all the credit for the effectiveness to the experience of having been baptized 
with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. In fact, for you to be what you ought to be in Christ, the baptism with the Holy Spirit is an absolute necessity. It's a necessity. Jesus died on Calvary that men may be saved. The great salvation process includes the Holy Spirit taking up a board within our hearts and lives. Every Christian needs him desperately. None is exempted and you should ensure you are not left out. And to be sure, his full potential cannot be realized unless we go on and be baptized with the Holy Spirit, which, as stated, will always be accompanied by the speaking with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. According to Acts chapter 2, verse 4, He is our helper and as well guides us into all truth. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15. Read it by yourself. Do not be ignorant of spiritual things or spiritual gifts, but desire them. Believe and receive all of them because they are a blessing in your life and the body of Christ at large. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 21. You are valuable. God created the sky, the seas, and the land. He created the plants, the animals, the fish, and birds, but he created human beings in his own image. At times, others may treat you disrespectfully, but you can be certain of your dignity and worth because you have been created in the image of God. Almost every ancient religion has its own story to explain how the earth came to be, the origin of the universe. But only the Bible shows one supreme God creating the earth out of his great love and giving all people a special place in it. You will never understand everything or have all the answers to your questions. God is that infinite being who has always been and who was created by no one. Our finite minds cannot comprehend the infinite. Remember that God created the universe because he loves us. He chose to create us in his own image and likeness. You are valuable in his eyes. You are more important than the animals. You are created to rule and reign, to subdue the earth, to have dominion over all the earth. Knowing that you are a person of what helps you love God. Seek to know him personally. Have and develop a relationship with him. Always look for opportunities to make a valuable contribution to those around you by sharing the love of God. If you are feeling worthless or of little value, remember that God made you for a good reason. You are valuable to Him and He loves you very much with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 22. Work. Beloved, how do you work? Do you enjoy your job? Are you feeling dissatisfied and fulfilled and happy and in the wrong kind of work? If so, why are you still working? Why are you still in that job? What were the reasons for you to pursue such a career path or ministry or business or a company? Is it because of paycheck, security, job market, or it is something you are forced to do? Are you, have you made your work an idol? Because you want to acquire wealth and accumulate achievements and find meaning in life? Are you succeeding and doing well in your job? Do you love a job? It is important for you to know that work is to be done as a service to God, whether employed or self-employed. 
This is why the kind of work you do matters and that you should do matters. Is it pleasing to God? Work enables you to meet your needs and those of others too. It helps you to gain both respect and independence. King Solomon warns us of the poverty and foolishness that will come to those who are lazy. In doing your job, do not seek to please your employer or other people, but your primary role should be to work hard, faithfully, and joyfully, with passion, as though you are working for the Lord, your God, your Master, rather than for man. Do you know that you are serving God even when you work for a non-Christian organization, institution, or employer? This shows you that you should not select even your customers. And again, as much as you are required to be hardworking, do not be workaholic and say they said we should work. No, someone who never rests or takes a vacation is a workaholic. Observe the Sabbath day as well. Observe the Sabbath. As you work, observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Glory be to God. Day 23. Hope for today. Hope for today, beloved. Never think that God is asleep or gone for leave just because you can't see him or feel his presence. God is always there even when you can't see him or feel him or trace him. He's still there and he cares for you. He has not changed his mind. He's there to help you. He's a watchman that never sleeps. Psalms chapter 121 verse 4. No slumbers. He is your keeper and your shade at your right hand. He preserves you from all evil. He preserves your soul. You are going out and you are coming in. God can take away all your fears. Just cast them upon him. He will take good care of you because he is the good shepherd. He will lead you into still waters and in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake, God is always there as your refuge, strength, and a very present help in trouble. The question is, do you still have faith in his word or do you have stopped believing? God wants you to trust him with all your heart and to lean not on your own understanding, but to acknowledge him in all your ways and he shall direct your paths. Jesus gives you true rest. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lonely in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 30. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 24. Fatherless fatherless beloved do you know that there are children who have been rejected by their fathers mothers and families these children are treated badly and even neglected so much that some die some are ridiculed for not having a father or a complete family their siblings hate them and not consider them to be full members of the family beloved it doesn't matter how you got this child, whether willingly or not, whether planned or accident, but surely, does this child deserve rejection, ridicule, neglect, or bad treatment from your family, from you and family, in society, 
Is it his or her fault to show up on that? Are there any children around you who are teased and despised because of events surrounding their birth? If so, how are you helping them? God has a special love for the fatherless. Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 18. Hallelujah. In Psalms chapter 68 verse 5 to 6 it says, God who lives in sacred temple cares for orphans and protects widows. He gives the lonely a home to live in and leads prisoners out into happy freedom. But rebels will have to live in a desolate land. As a child of God, you should ask God to give you his special love for his children, for they are not responsible for the circumstances under which they were conceived. You must be aware that these children need your love even more than other children. It is your responsibility to teach them God's word and to assure them that their life is not an accident. Tell the truth about their father or mother or family. Whereabouts? It's so sad to show up in their lives when they are at the epitome of their success or to tell them the truth of the matter of their uh, birth when they are at the epitome of their success. Whereas you do not care about them at all in their childhood. May the Lord help you and show you the right way. Hallelujah. Read further the book of Psalms chapter 139 verse 14 to 18. The book of Isaiah chapter 49 verse 15. And the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 27 to 29. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 25 sickness. Beloved, Jesus tells us to visit the sick and to pray with them, to preach the word to them and give them hope. In your area, do you visit and care for the sick, especially those with the terminal illnesses, HIV or AIDS? What is your role as a church and a child of God? To the sick and those that are dying. The Psalm in 38 says, Oh Lord, do not rebuke me in your wrath, nor chasten me in your hot displeasure. For your arrows pierce me deeply, and your hand presses me down. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger or any health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. Like a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds are full and festering because of my foolishness. I am troubled. I am bowed down greatly. I go mourning all the day long, for my loins are full of inflammation, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am feeble and severely broken. I groan because of the turmoil of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before you, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart pants. My strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague, and my relatives stand afar off. Those who also seek my life lay snares for me. Those who seek my heart speak of destruction and plan deception all day long. But I like a deaf man, do not hear, and I like a mute who does not open his mouth. Thus I am like a man who does not hear and in whose mouth is no response. For in you, O Lord, I hope you will hear, I Lord my God, for I say it, hear me, lest they rejoice over me, lest when my foot slips, they exalt themselves against me. For I am ready to fall, and my soul is continually before me. 
for I will declare my iniquity. I will be in anguish over my sin, but my enemies are vigorous and they are strong. And those who hate me wrongfully have multiplied. Those who also who render evil for good, they are my adversaries, because I follow what is good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me. O Lord, my salvation, beloved. Hallelujah. Beloved, this kind of people experience stigma. The sick, the terminal illnesses, the HIV AIDS. They experience stigma, loneliness, and rejection. Do not behave as the world does, but be a source of hope to those suffering and sick. It is your responsibility to arrange care of orphans whose parents have died of sickness and help widows and widowers. According to the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 27. James 1, James 1, You or the church can also help prostitutes find other ways of making a living other than judging or discriminating them. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 26, Forgiveness. The book of Luke, chapter 23, verse 34 says, On the cross Jesus said, Forgive them. Father, they do not know what they are doing. Like Jesus, you need to forgive people. Even if they are not sorry about the evil they have done. Forgiving someone means that you are recognized that the person has wronged you. And you accept the pain their sin has caused you. It is not easy to forgive those who have hurt you. You may not feel like it, but you must find strength to forgive God is the only one who can enable you to forgive those who have hurt you. You must be aware that complete forgiveness of a deep heart takes time to rebuild trust in them again, especially if trust was betrayed. Beloved, by forgiving, you allow God to judge and take revenge. Romans chapter 12, verse 19 to 21. If you do not forgive, you are the one who will suffer anger and bitterness, which allows Satan away into your heart. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, 27, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. Read it, and you'll understand better. God's forgiveness depends on your forgiving to those who offend you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 to 15. When you understand how much you have offended God by your sinfulness and how Jesus forgave you even before you repented, any offense you have experienced will seem small. You will want to extend that same forgiveness to others. You will forgive the unforgivable and love the unlovable. May the Lord forgive you all your sins as you confess to him now. May the Lord God touch and heal the hearts of those who have been hurt by others now and to give them strength to let go the pain, the anger, the bitterness, the memories, anxieties. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah.
Further readings, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 27. Do not overwork. Genesis, the second chapter, verse 2 to 3 says, And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Hallelujah. Beloved, if God, the creator of the heaven and the earth, rested, who are you not to rest from work? The monarch of the universe who created everything, both seen and the unseen, rested. Why should you not rest? He worked for six days and took rest. For how long do you work? How are, how are you working? Do you have time to rest and to refresh every day? Or it's work, 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 work. You are busy working and forgotten self and even your family. Your marriage is falling apart. Your health is depreciating because of working overtime. If you allow yourself to become exhausted, you will not be able to carry on with the work God has given you or even enjoy the fruits of your labor. Others will do it for you while you are long gone and sick or in the grave. You are an instrument of good works in the world. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 21. If you do not take care of yourself, you will break down or become sick and lose your usefulness. Plan what you can do per time, per day, per month, per year. However, God has promised to comfort us, to help us and be our strength when we are overwhelmed. He understands that we are weak. Even Jesus got tired and sad and felt troubled. The Bible gives us many examples of God's servants who were so tired and they could not continue their work. God gave them special care at that time. Take time in prayer to know God's love and care for you. Share workloads with others just like Moses did in Exodus chapter 18 verse 13 to 23. Delegate duties, roles, hallelujah. The book of Romans chapter 12 verse 4 to 8 shows us how you can train people how to help others. Take time also away from the situation by finding opportunities to be alone and to rest. Jesus and his disciples did it in Mark chapter 6 verse 31. Reserve time for your family as well. Hallelujah. May the Lord help you and give you wisdom for living a balanced life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 28. Jesus feels your pain. Beloved, Jesus loves you very much. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. What kind of pain are you going through right now? Jesus is not unaware. He knows all things and sees all things. He understands how you feel and what you're going through more than anybody else in the world. He feels your pain. The Bible tells us that Jesus not only came to bear our sins, but also to bear our pain. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3 to 4 says, We despised him and rejected him. He endured suffering and pain. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by, by him, and afflicted. Read the book of Isaiah 61, verse 1 to 3. Jesus knows the pain in your heart, and you need to bring it to him so he can heal you. 
ask him to show you the painful things that are buried deep in your heart the ones that are most painful that you never wanted to dig them up which bad memories do you not like to think about or even to let anybody remind you of some it is places some it is images write them down bring your pain to jesus tell him exactly what it is the anger the sadness the bitterness disappointments loneliness frustrations empty your soul to him he's your friend and healer he will heal your heart let any emotions you feel about the pain come out hand over your suffering to jesus who died on the cross for you if it is crying cry if it is shouting shout it is okay to cry it is okay to shout it is okay he is the only one who can heal you both in your heart in your body and spirit you don't become less a man when you cry you don't become less a man when you scream you don't become less a man when you share your emotions you pour out your heart to god you are still a man that's why you have emotions hallelujah jesus is the only one who can heal you both in your heart in your body and spirit and he will make you whole and you love you love and love again hallelujah glory be to god amen day 29 i it doesn't matter it doesn't matter beloved where you come from or where you live now doesn't matter your place of origin doesn't matter the circumstances under which you were conceived doesn't matter now you have come too far to be bothered by such things why are you still holding on to the past the past is long gone gone forever it doesn't matter who said you will never make it in life it doesn't matter who believed or did not believe in you the question is do you believe in yourself are you confident in yourself do you have a vision do you know what you want in life if yes what are you doing to achieve it and to bring the change that you want to see so bad stop blaming your parents for not taking you to school or a good school it doesn't matter anymore at least they gave you what they could afford now it's about you you're the one who is here today and now it's about your life today and your future what are you doing now to be different what kind of story do you want to be written about you what legacy do you want to leave behind when you are long gone have you thought about it refuse to see limitations in your life open your eyes to see the visions of god upon your life the ability of god in you Christ is your hope of glory. He has a good plan for you. It doesn't matter what you have gone through, either as an individual or family. All things can turn around for your good. Collect the remaining pieces and arise in faith to fulfill your destiny. Overcome that pain, that anger, that bitterness, complaining spirit, poverty, suffering, and make plans to move forward towards a better life. Beloved, You must do something about your situation. Oh yes, you must do something about your situation. You can't afford to remain in that situation forever, whether female or male. 
this is not the will of God for you. What will you tell your children? What will become of your children and your children's children? Find your identity in Christ now and receive all he has done for you and given you. Move forward. Even if it's one step, it can make a whole difference and bring the change you need. It will not be automatic or a, a big thing, but you have made that step. It is a process. You will prosper if you do not give up. Never give up. It's still not too late for you to succeed in life. No matter the wasted years, hallelujah, we serve a God of restoration. And not only restoration, but restoration of all things. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Christ Jesus is your hope. Is your hope of glory. Amen. Amen. Day 30. Jealousy. Jealousy. Beloved, do not be jealous about anything or envy others. Refuse to be jealous. Jealousy has made many people to do awkward things beyond human imagination. Jealousy is an evil spirit. Do not give it a room in your heart. Only jealousy is of God because you belong to God. You cannot love and have jealousy in your heart at the same time. One has to overrule the other. Love is not jealousy. Jealousy is provoked when true love is betrayed. The heart is broken. Anger is stirred on the inside. Bitterness and all kind of mixed reactions to the people involved. Anger, jealousy, strife, envy, selfishness is not good for you. And Jesus tells us not to be jealous but to be happy and to celebrate with those who are celebrating because he knows the effects jealousy can bring in our lives. Some people try to do some funny stuff to provoke jealousy but it doesn't, it doesn't work to them that trust God and that are faithful to God. God wants to be praised, to be known through you. You are his pride. Why are you letting him down? Jealousy from men is temporal, but God's jealousy is forever because he made you for his own pleasure. You do not belong to man, but to God. God made you in his own image and likeness. God should always be your focus. If you lose focus, you will start looking around to see where your mates are in life and you will find out that they are ahead of you in many ways. It's not time to envy their success, but it's time to ask God what he is teaching you in this season, what he is doing in your life. Your peers or juniors might have gone ahead of you. Don't worry. Do not be jealous of them. Wait on God. Ask him to teach you and to help you to wait on God. It is God who gave them what they have and so he is able to give them to you as well. Your life is different from theirs. You are unique. Your time is coming. Every one of us has his own timing with God. When your season comes, your light will shine brighter. You will be a father and a mother of many nations. Wait on God alone. Be faithful and you will fulfill your destiny. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Beloved, if you are not yet born again, if you haven't received salvation before, I want to lead you into salvation the Bible way. Right now, right here. Say these words from wherever you are and mean them from the bottom of your heart. Say, O oh Lord, 
I believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I believe Jesus died on the cross to save my soul. I believe God raised him from the dead and is alive today. I confess with my mouth, Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. From this day, I receive by faith eternal life into my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My sins are, wasted, are washed away. I have a new life now in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. I am born again. Amen. Beloved, if you have said that prayer and you have meant it into your, from the bottom of your heart, you are now born again. Welcome to the family of God. Buy a Bible and study it daily so that you may grow in grace and in the knowledge of our God. Read the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and apply it in your life. Find a church where you can devote yourself and participate in serving God. And you will never be the same again. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You are a wonderful gift in the body of Christ. You are valuable. You are important. God loves you. Amen. And he has a good plan for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't, no matter the age you're in right now, it doesn't matter the losses, what you've gone through. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do not consider all that. The devil will try to remind you many things from the past. That is a closed chapter right now. Now you are a new creation in Christ. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. From now on, open your eyes. Behold what God is telling you. And you can only know what God is saying and wants you to do from his word. When you study his word, you will know what he wants you to do. You will know what is expected of you. You will know what he has done for you. You will know what he has given you freely. You will know your rights and the power and the authority that you have so that you can live a victorious Christian life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving your life to God. And if you have already given your life to God, thank you for staying connected to that says the Lord ministration. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you have not yet subscribed. Follow me up on YouTube, on um, Facebook, Purity Kitonga, and even the podcast that says the, the Lord in Facebook, in uh, the podcast uh, anchor.fm, in YouTube, and share them. Let's share. Be a faithful evangelist. Share the word. Share the word to the ends of the earth, to everyone that you can reach to, in whatever platform. Share it. Be a blessing. Participate in sharing the gospel. Participate in advancing the king, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Participate. And you never know who you, can, you are encouraging and uh, motivating and ministering to and blessing through sharing your message. Glory be to God. Amen. God bless you. May his favor shine upon you. May you increase in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. May you live a victorious life every day. May the kingdom of God increase and advance as we depopulate 
the kingdom of darkness. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you.